so years ago, when I first started doing a podcast with an acquaintance, we'd had a few conversations and we decided, well, he actually asked me, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? And I said, no, (laughs) no, no, I have not thought about doing a podcast because I'm a musician, a failed me. Well, not a failed musician. I don't think you can be a failed musician unless you're really musically challenged. But I didn't really make it anywhere as a musician. And we had some, this acquaintance and I had some good conversations and he put the seed in my mind. And uh, a few weeks or months later, I said, hey, yeah, let's do it. Let's try. Let's get together. And so we started and he wanted to, to do video and if you've listened to this show, you know how I feel about video. I would say I'm not enthusiastic about it. And it just ended up that our personalities weren't really compatible. We could have good conversations, but we couldn't really work together. And I'll leave it at that. But I soldiered on because I was having fun with it. And so at the height of that podcast, there were five of us working on video content, media content, visual aspects. And then the 2020 election came along. Censorship came along. And now I am here by myself. I had a recent conversation with someone whose opinion I greatly respect, a dear friend. And he told me we have enough news. And I agree with him. But I am not a famous comedian. I didn't write a book. I'm not a formal journalist. I don't have a college degree. But I do feel that I have perspective. I feel that I have something to offer. And deep down inside, I feel this need to continue. So humbly, I ask that you share this show 
that you leave me five stars and a good review on whichever podcast platform you're listening to this on. And if you'd like, engage with me on social media or send me an email, please. You see, like so many passion projects, after a number of hours, the fun, the novelty diminishes. And it becomes a little more of a chore to continue on day after day. And I'm not particularly enthusiastic about the news because our country is in dire straits. And so often the news is bad. For the people that just want to live their lives, feed their families, and go on about their day. The news is a constant reminder that our way of life is under assault. They're taking away our constitutional rights one at a time. And that's what's in the news every single day. But if I don't have the support of you, my audience, then I can't draw the attention of anyone interesting to who would take the time to have a conversation with me. And in, in my opinion, that is where the magic will happen. That is the kind of journalism that I'm interested in. I want to dig in to how people think. Because I meet a lot of people every day. And I think it's one of the things that contributes to my perspective. We have a lot in common, but we're also very different. A lot of people just want to be left alone. It would seem that human beings are very tribal. They have their small circle of friends and family and the further out the circle expands, the less and less these people have in common with each other. And that was really the genius of the constitution.
It's a broad set of guidelines that were meant to allow us to all live in harmony. Because it it doesn't get into the small details of how people are allowed to live their lives. It's broad strokes. So you can say what you feel. You can speak your truth under the governing principles of the Constitution. But not everybody wants to hear it. And then in the colonial times, you had to deal with it. It was someone in the town square. It was someone in the local pub. And if someone was saying something you didn't agree with, you could stand up and say, hey, I'm tired of hearing it. You could be aggressive. You could risk confrontation potential violence, or you could leave. Now, everyone's voice is amplified by magnitudes. And yet, silencing them is easier than ever. Because you can mute them. You can change the channel. You can block them. But isn't it interesting that even with all of those tools to shield yourself from the ignorance of the people that you don't agree with, there is a centralized effort to silence you. If you don't agree and repeat the ordained narrative from the ruling class, and politicians do the same thing. I believe often they are not the ones creating the narrative. but we are not the ones creating the narrative either. And I think that's an interesting aspect of a politician. People rage when a politician changes their mind on an issue. And granted, most of the time, I don't believe this is true, but I wonder to myself, isn't it okay if a politician changes their stance on an issue, because in theory, they should be representing their people. And if we aren't going to have congressional term limits, then we have to believe that a politician should change their position on the issues based on the position of their constituents, yes? 
But of course, that never comes up. Ted Cruz went on Twitter a few days ago. There was this story about the veterans bill. You know, John Stewart, comedian, personality, well-respected, was very angry about this bill failing in the Senate. It was meant to support our veterans who were injured in the Middle East from the burn pits and their exposure to other chemicals. So this bill went through the Senate, was supposed to provide money for these hurting servicemen and women, and it failed. Ted Cruz went on social media and said, there were hundreds of billions of dollars in this bill that, you know what, let's just, let's just play the video. John, you're a funny guy, and I appreciate your engaging on issues of public policy. That's a good thing. But if you're going to do so, the facts matter. Listen, when it concerns the PACT Act, I support the PACT Act. I voted for the PACT Act, and I've advocated for it for a long time. We have an obligation to take care of our veterans, particularly those who were wounded or injured from burn pits or, or in other ways from combat. The issue here is the Democrats included in this bill, an accounting gimmick, where they took $400 billion of spending, discretionary spending, they shifted it to mandatory spending. Didn't change the amount at all. But the reason they did that is it created a hole for $400 billion in new discretionary spending. Their objective, they want to cram $400 billion in unrelated spending onto this bill that has nothing to do with veterans. Now, given inflation that is skyrocketing this country, I think another $400 billion in spending is irresponsible. We made very clear to the Democrats, to Chuck Schumer, that if they passed Pat's Toomey's amendment and they just shifted the spending back to discretionary, kept it exactly at the same level, but got rid of the hole for the unrelated pork, that this bill would have passed last week with an overwhelming margin. The Democrats decided not to. They wanted to play politics instead. Let me be clear. I support every single penny of the $679 billion of funding for veterans' health care. And I'll say this also, John. If you actually want to see this bill pass, if you're not just playing partisan politics, it may not be the best idea just to scream expletives at people who support the bill that you want to see pass. There's a very easy way to, to get it passed which is for the Democrats to stop playing budgetary games, stop trying to fill the bill with pork and exploit veterans, and instead focus on veterans' health where this bill should be focused. Now, why don't more politicians defend their decisions that way? That was a two-minute video. I don't know how long it took him to put it together. It doesn't appear that he invested much time in the setup. He's a professional. It doesn't make sense that it would take him hours. Why don't more politicians represent themselves this way to their constituents? Do we not deserve it? 
Don't we pay enough money in taxes? See, these people like Carrie Lake are getting elected in Arizona because they speak to the people. And when they do interviews and public speaking events, the voters hear her and say, that's how I feel. That's what I want. But so often politicians get into power and then everything changes. And I could take a deep dive down the rabbit hole and tell you all of the reasons why I think that's the case. But we have to move on from that. We have to fix the election system. We have to fix the perspective of our politicians. We have to fix the perspective of the media. Because the media, whether we like it or not, is establishing our culture. And it's painting a negative picture for us. And it's painting a negative picture for our pol our politicians get the news from the same places. Our politicians turn on CNN and see, oh, there's outrage over this cultural issue. I better adjust my policies. And it's all based on an illusion. People think there's no problem with our election system because the media tells them there's no problem with our election system because the media is owned by corporations who have tremendous financial interest in making sure the, quote, right politicians get elected into the positions of power that the corporate overlords want them elected into. So they pump millions of dollars into mainstream media to try to trick us into voting for the politicians that don't best represent our interests, but that best represent the interests of the corporations. And then foreign interests get involved. Because foreign countries have billions of dollars at stake based on which politicians get elected into power in our country. And look at all the things that Joe Biden is doing for China. Driving the value of our dollar down and making us more reliant on Products from China driving the price of oil up to make us more reliant on 
electric vehicles made in China, batteries made in China. And then offering taxpayer subsidiaries to those very countries. So not only do we have to pay for those goods with our money from our own pockets, but then our government also funnels tax money out of this country and into foreign countries. And this is why I do a news podcast. Because we're in trouble. And you're not really going to hear it anywhere else. So thank you for taking a moment to listen to this different episode that I've done for you. Please share the show. Leave me a good review and follow me. I'll be back. Goodbye.